Well, hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. I greet you in the blessed name of our Lord Jesus Christ today. And today I want to talk about the importance of praying as you are going through a test. To do that, we will focus upon Jesus when he was facing the cross of Calvary. Of course, we know that no matter what we go through in life, it will never come close to what Jesus was subjected to coming up to the cross. That's not to make light of the things that we go through, but it underscores how difficult a time that was for Jesus. One thing he did, even during that horrific time, is he modeled for us how we can get through a difficult test. Prayer is the means by which you and I invite God into the difficult times in our life. Everybody has them at one time or another. Difficult times, that is. Now, there are a number of reasons why prayer is important in the life of a Christian. But for the sake of this message, Prayer is important because it is the means by which we invite God to help us get through difficult times. God does not want us to only talk to him when we are in trouble as some people do. But for today, I am talking specifically about the importance of praying when we are going through a test. And this episode, I will talk with you from a few verses found in Luke chapter 22. That is an account of Jesus praying before he would be crucified. It's vitally important to bear in mind that Jesus endured this test as one who was living as if he were fully human. He had the full gamut of human emotions. This was the most agonizing time of his public ministry. And Jesus began to feel very sorrowful as he neared the time of crucifixion. So what did he do? He went to a special place to talk with God. Luke chapter 22 and verse 39 reads, He came out and went as he was wont or accustomed to the Mount of Olives and his disciples also followed him. According to this verse, this was a place he was accustomed to. I'm just saying he didn't only pray to God this time because he was about to face the death of the cross. And I'm not saying we need a special place where we go to to talk with God. We can talk with God anywhere, but I like the idea of having a special place to talk with God. Hey, we have a place designated in our home for looking at TV. We have a place where we cook. We have places where we eat in the home. Why not have a special place for talking with God? In verse 42, we get a glimpse of Jesus' inner struggle with the approaching cross. 
He said, Father, if you be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. He was saying, Father, if you want to use another plan to get this done, it's all right with me. But if you want to stick with this plan, let your will be done. The same is true for us. Some things we pray about, God takes care of them. Problem here today, problem gone today. But certain things you can pray all you want to, and God will still suffer you to endure the test. The expectation for God to take away every problem we have is just not consistent with the scriptures. And the more agonizing this experience got for Jesus, the more aggressively he prayed. Let me read verse 44. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling to the ground. I find the last portion of this verse so interesting. It says, His sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling to the ground. That's interesting because it was winter time when this happened. We know that because when they apprehended Jesus, Peter followed behind and warmed himself at a fireplace. It was at that fireplace that Peter denied knowing Christ. And even though it was cold enough to kindle a fire, the last portion of this verse states that Jesus was sweating as it were great drops of blood. But the bottom line in this verse is that being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. He continued to press his way through the test by way of prayer. You know, as we talk about praying through a test, a question we should ask ourselves is what do we believe about prayer? If we don't faithfully pray about the challenges in our life, we are making a clear statement about what we believe about prayer or what we don't believe about prayer. If a man and his wife are having serious marital problems, and they don't pray to God for help, what difference do they believe that prayer can make? Obviously not much. The same argument holds for serious medical conditions or any other test. I'm not saying that God's gonna do everything we ask him to the way we want him to. We know that's not the case, but it is always better to pray than it is to not pray. And if you truly believe that, you will pray through the storms in your life. Also, don't wait until the storm comes to get serious about praying. That just does not work at all. We need to develop the habit of prayer before difficult times come. One day, Jesus went into the temple and ran the people out saying, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. So what if we were so committed to prayer in the church that instead of us calling it the house of God, we called it the house of prayer? That would be awesome. But the truth is 
We are about as far from that as we can get. For nearly all local churches that regularly have corporate prayer, only a handful of people show up. Of course, some congregations don't even come together to pray regularly. Whenever I have had to look for a local church in the past, one thing I wanted to know, and I would even visit prayer meeting to see if the people regularly came together and prayed. Sad but true, the church is not even close to being called the house of prayer these days. Personally, I've had my share of tests in my life, but most of them have had to do with my desire to fulfill the Lord's purpose in my life. So let's talk about that. If you think that when you are doing a work for the Lord, or your purpose to do a work for the Lord, that the devil is just passively standing by, or he is cheering for you on the sideline, forget it. His goal is to make sure that you have nothing but a hard way to go. Perhaps you are there right now. You have been trying to get something going for the Lord for the longest, and you have had one challenge after the other. Well, I just want to encourage you to keep pressing your way through prayer. You will reap in due season if you faint not. Think about it. As the people of God, we have the awesome opportunity to talk to the living God. More importantly, he hears our prayers and in due season, he answers our prayers. And I tell you, my friend, the man or the woman who regularly bows down before God in prayer can stand up to any test in life. When Jesus was on earth, he ministered as a human being. One of the reasons he was victorious, even in human form, was because he was a man of prayer. Listen, if you want to be victorious, even when the going gets tough, you have to be a man or woman of prayer. That's what Jesus had to do. And that, my friend, is what we have to do. Amen. Praise the mighty God that we serve. Listen, I hope that you were blessed during our time together as we talked about the importance of praying through a test. And I hope you are emboldened in doing that very thing. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.